New rule. I'm back on locker room talk. Yeah, your uh, exile has been revoked, man. Welcome yes. back. I'm thinking you're back. Yeah. Joe Gorman, Bobby <laughs> Sheehan, along with a still basically one-armed Matt. Yeah. Well, you know, everyone was saying, like, oh, why isn't Jay Turner? Why hasn't he permanently replaced Matt? Jay Turner was unfortunately murdered by the New York Police Department. Mm. So until we find out what uh, happens... Yeah, I don't know. What was it like? Oh, I guess it, they they stood on his neck for uh, eleven <laughs> minutes and forty two seconds. Yeah. So. They wanted to quote break yeah. the record. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So he's more resilient than George Floyd. It's very he sad. He could add that to his yeah. comedy bio if he were still alive, but he's dead. Right. It's but very what a fucking bio and what an very, opening to a fucking yes. podcast. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's very sad that somebody who did something terrible to me that I never would want revenge on in any way just mysteriously died. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, mysterious. <laughs> Matt was like, uh, it was funny because I was like, Matt, you know, he did hurt you. And, you know, yeah. he is on record saying, I'm glad I hurt you. I'm glad I broke your arm. You're mm-hmm. a bitch. Mm-hmm. I, I said, are, are you going to sue? Matt said, what, for his fucking welfare stamp? <laughs> and I was like, why would you say that, Matt? And Matt was like, because he's. <laughs> and if you know anything about yeah. Matt's dating history, when Jay was like, I hurt you and it was on purpose and I hate you, Matt got a big old boner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll show the listeners a little bit. Turn away if you're squeamish. If you're, This is why you should watch the uh, video, because you get to see all this little. Ooh. Uh, Matt, here. You're, uh, focus and on the uh, point towards, more towards the camera. Play towards it. And we can see this <laughs> zipper I got on my arm. Back oh here. wow! Yeah. Isn't that gross? Oh my goodness! Yeah. Isn't that gross looking, dude? Staples come out on uh, Friday. All right, mm. they'll be out by the time this episode comes out. You used to work at Staples. I did work at Staples. Comes full circle. Isn't that? Wasn't that? Didn't it? Oh, does it still hurt? Um, certain movements do. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday I um made one like quick movement, almost like a reflex, uh-huh. and what, it was what, just was like it? too far. I just like was it to hit up. a woman? Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like that oh, is a I, reflex. Yeah, <laughs> it was just can't make that. I had to like pull back immediately. It was like, well, that's gonna be intense pain for the next eight hours. Uh, oh, mercy <laughs> me, goodness yeah. gracious me, oh my. Yeah, it's um, I felt uh, I had a broken foot back uh, in a wrestling match back in the day, and like in the moment, that was like probably the most pain I felt when I had wisdom tooth uh, impacted. That was like the most pain I felt, where I was like full on screaming into a pillow. In like, oh, but as far as an injury goes, that was uh, the first time you were screaming into a pillow. That's true. It was the first time someone wasn't behind him. Yeah, (laughs) it was the first time. It wasn't the first time I was screaming into a pillow because of something being impacted in my mouth. (laughs) But uh. As far as like an injury goes and a consistent thing, this is like the most painful injury I've had because it's like every day, multiple times a day, just certain movements can just be, uh, well, I'm going to be in pain all day. They got you Oxycontins though, Matt. Uh, Just take those every few hours. Those are gone already. Oh my goodness. And it's probably a nightmare to get more. If they'll yeah. even give you more. Yeah, I don't have any refills on it. I have Tylenol still, which at this point, I mostly don't need the Oxy. Yeah. It's only when a certain movement happens. It's like, fuck, I wish I... I have two left. Yeah. But yeah, the, I'm spacing. save them. I, have to, I gotta save them now. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, yeah, because the thing is, um, I am, like, very cautious and nervous about pain pills in general just because of, like, wrestling sure. friends of mine that have had problems yeah. with it. But also, every time they're like, all right, we're going to give you a little... It, it's never enough. Yeah. Um, and I want to kind of be like, I am large. I need more than you think I need, and I don't have a problem. Doctor, Trust me. I'm large and in charge. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have a problem, but believe me when I tell you, I need more than you think I need. Mm. 
Yeah, and but that's the 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 issue. Yeah, is fucking uh, addicts say that too. Yeah. So it's. I remember one time I my mom was trying to get me pain pills for my my tooth. I had like dental work, and yeah. it was it was so painful. And the dentist, it wasn't our regular dentist. Our regular dentist was like on vacation, so we had to go to. I guess the guy filling in for him, and he just did not believe us. You had a fill-in? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had a fill-in. Yeah, there was, someone, fill in, there was yeah. someone fill-in at the dentist. Was, <laughs> every time you say something and it's not racist, I'm like, well, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice little pun. Yeah. Um, but I, so I walk into the office. I'm like, like a child, like 12. Yeah. And my mom's like, he had like, surgery and it's and he's in like an immense pain and the doctor is like looking at her like really and yeah. i'm not old enough to understand what's happening yeah i i figured later he thought my mom was trying to use me to get pain pills uh, so he sits me down in the chair dude, that's genius i want kids now he t- sits me down in the chair takes like this like the remote yeah. uh, <laughs> he, he he takes like this dental tool and then just two my uh, face, the the front tooth that hurts, he just bangs it as hard as he can. And I jump 10 feet high. <laughs> he's like, I guess this kid he, is in pain. Yeah, he's either in pain or he's the world's best actor. Yeah. Yeah. What a prick. <laughs> That's such a dick move. Let's see if this kid's really uh, hurt. I'm going to yeah. jam him in the face. <laughs> That's like w- when you start to get old enough and you realize like, oh, everybody is just some guy. Yeah. Like you think like he's a medical professional. He wouldn't fucking test a child's pain like that. Yeah. But he did. Wow. God damn. Yeah. How'd that make you feel? It sh- I should be sitting in a long chair. Yeah. Really? And Joe should be smoking a pipe. Yeah. Do therapists smoke pipes? I think so, some do. Did I make Sigmund that trope Freud, up? Uh, yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes smoked a pipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else in pop culture smoked a pipe? Um, Commissioner Gordon. Oh, all yeah. the like the Looney Tunes. I feel like it was all like the bubble pipe things. Yeah. 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 Mm. I um I watched uh season nine of The Blacklist. It's one of the weirder shows that I got into. Because uh, it's like a it's like a weird show that like parents watch when they like haven't admitted their marriage is falling apart. Matthew, you don't mean that, do you? <laughs> And uh, but yeah, I um I watched season nine of it, and on it, there's uh one of the characters, one of the FBI agents, uh, has a, a painkiller problem, uh-huh. and when he's like going to the doctor about um some injury or something that wasn't a real thing or what, he uh says he's like, um he talks to the doctor about like, God, I really hate to do this. I know you must get this all the time from people who are like addicts and all, and uh, but I just, you know, I'm in a lot of pain. Something like that, and the doctor's like, well, yeah, it is tough, but with someone with your attitude, I feel like we can give it to you. And I'm like, oh, that's, I've like said an exact thing like that to doctors, like after brain surgery Uh or things, and it's like, oh, yeah, an addict would be able to like come up with a really good cover like that. (laughs) By saying like, I'm sure... Other people who are addicts would say something like this. Yeah. But me, a non-addict. Exactly. Can you believe <laughs> I found myself in the exact same situation, but for non-addict-like results? It's crazy how this yeah. happened. Mm. But uh, yeah, Joe. So Joe came back from the bayou. I did. I went yes. to Louisiana while Matt was in a hospital, and we didn't know if he was going to come out of it yeah. or not. If mm. We didn't know if. Because I'm his emergency contact. Like, I'm supposed yeah. to be like, I said, hey, take him off fucking life support and whatever happens, yeah. happens. You know? 
I got a plane to catch. Yeah. Jet blue. Ooh. Yeah, Joe was in yeah. Louisiana was all, while I was getting a plate and screws put into my arm. Oof. And he's never going to get those out. Yeah, I don't think they're ever coming. I mean, I, mean, I don't... I don't yeah. Know. I feel like why would they go in and give me another surgery to take it out? He's going to have like a foreign substance. And I guess I also have like a, a thing on his ID because if he goes through a metal detector, it's going to set that shit off. I wonder if it's going... Because I know is. from the brain surgery, I have titanium mesh. In yeah. thy brain. That You're never more machine said. than man now. Yeah, that never I literally sets, just yeah. said that, Bobber. God damn it. Did you really? <laughs> you got to have headphones, dude. You're missing out on all these bits. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, the titanium mesh is I never probably set thought of it off. as you said it. I'm like, I got I to gotta get this out. This parallel yeah. thinking. Mm hmm. Kleptonesia, maybe I heard it, and yeah. then I was like, "Oh, look at this thought I just had." What's going to be annoying now is that, um, like, I have a sling that I still wear when I'm like walking around outside, yeah. and if it's like too strenuous, just like for stability. For the most part, I'm going to be seemingly normal, except I still won't have so much function of my arm. So that's yeah. going to be kind of annoying. Aren't you excited when like your other arm's going to be like significantly smaller than your? fucking non-cast arm we'll see i haven't been working out on it i feel like that was like something i considered doing because we have weights in the apartment at home and i'm like should i just do some curls on the other side i'm like no that'll make it even weirder looking yeah um but uh yeah it's uh also when i'm standing up my arm is still just like up so uh my roommate mark henley may, may he, he live, live forever, forever said i'm just gonna look like a normal guy who really likes rubbing his tummy at all times oh <laughs> That's a tough guy thing to rub your tummy. Yeah. Mark Henley is a, a guy tummy expert. Yes. <laughs> so Joe, he doesn't how... let you touch his tummy, though. He huh? doesn't like it. He doesn't like when other people touch his tummy. What a yeah. fucking... Oh, is he, like, autistic about his personal space? Whatever, Damn, dude. Joe didn't even flinch. Nah, dude. I'm rubbing his belly. I haven't stopped. Yeah. J Matt, is a, Matt is a man in the comedy scene, and that means he can do whatever the <laughs> fuck he wants. <laughs> Folks, I'm sorry. You got to live by the sword, die by the sword, yes. all right? That's the fucking problem is, like, too many fucking do comedians are like, can you believe this guy's a rapist? Can you believe that guy's a rapist? Like, yo, dog, we're all raping people. Yeah. Be fucking chill about it, man. We're all in this fucking brotherhood of hush-hush, dude. Yeah. I remember one time a very famous hush, comedian. Hush-hush is my second favorite H.H. Yeah. slogan. I remember one time this very famous comedian was, like, fucking jerking off in mm -hmm. front of some female comics. Okay. Yeah. And they were like, eek, we got to get out of here. And I said, oh, no, you don't, sweetheart. And I blocked the door. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But Wait, who, which one was Dana and which one was Julia? Well, it doesn't matter. The important thing is because I'm such a nobody comedian, they uh, they didn't even mention me, so <laughs> they made it seem as if this fucking comic was aggressively jerking off and blocking the door. Joe was furious when the article came out. He's like, Joe Gorman. My name is Joe Gorman. I yeah. was right there. Comedian who bought ticket to show Joe Gorman. That's right. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're not on the same level as another comedian. There's a camaraderie that yeah. we all share yeah. as rapist comedians. Yeah. <laughs> the idea of you calling the New York Times, you're like, yeah, hi, I was admitted. I was omitted unfairly. Yeah. <laughs> they, they post an addendum in like the next uh -huh. issue, but it's at the very bottom, so no one sees it. Yeah. yeah. But I have that highlighted and circled and framed. You may recognize this next comedian from blocking the door. Yes. <laughs> He is innocent, though. What can we say? What yeah. can we do? How was New Orleans? Ah, oh, beautiful, man. Incredible yeah. wedding. Great food. Yes, you were there for Mark Norman's wedding. That's right. Can you believe it? Yeah. A dear friend, Mark Mark, yes. Mark Norman. He's my dearest friend. Yeah. Really? I asked him if uh, he would do the pod, and he made a, he made, he said comedy and oh. vanished. Yeah. You know what? Between that and him saying me and uh, seeing me and saying, what's up, man? Nice, yeah. dude. I really think we're on to something. Mm. It was it was fun, man. Louisiana was great. Yeah. yeah, just the right amount of days out. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you were like five, six days? Six days. Six days. Did you see yeah. any Confederate statues? I did. Nice. I saluted them. <laughs> How does one salute a Confederate statue? Is it? Oh, you know, you raise one arm directly. <laughs> <laughs> it's painted black. Yeah. He's in, an arm in blackface. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, man. No, yeah. it was fun. It was a great culture, man. It was fun. Did Bourbon Street, French yep. Quarter, and all? I what drank. Were, I drank. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. What was uh? We were talk. I talked to you a little bit before we mm-hmm. started recording. Your favorite things that you ate? Yeah. Just all the food was just so good. Yeah. So hearty. You do need like a day to adjust because like of the spices and grease and right. Oh, did stuff. you? When I, I was in New Orleans like ten years ago, and yeah. I tried Death, the hottest hot sauce. In I the didn't world. try that. Yeah. I'm thinking about trying Death. Yeah, Bobby. <laughs> I think we got to get on the same page about that first. Mm. Tee hee hee. It'd be real selfish of me to commit suicide when I'm the one that handles the Patreon money. Uh, right. It's all right. It's not about the money. Well, we well at the wedding you said that. it's not about the money. It's yeah. the satisfaction knowing that that weird little redhead is dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like damn, another podcast body. That fucking iTunes review was right, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. How, how wild would that be? That all my fucking people I've done a podcast with end up dying. And so I start another podcast trying to figure out who's killing my fucking co-host. Or you just start podcasts with people you want to die. No, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's like my death note, but it's like a huge... It, but then it's like, damn, I end up wanting to die because it's like I have to do at least like five episodes yeah. with a person you before ask they a, die. You like ask this new open micer, like, hey, do you want to start a podcast for me? He starts crying because he knows what it means, but he could really use the opportunity. <laughs> the exposure. <laughs> Yeah, it's That'd one be of awesome. those. Yeah, it's like Joe wants to do a podcast with me. Well, it's like getting a <laughs> getting a terminal illness diagnosed. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I don't have much time left. Let me enjoy it while I have the I time. I went skydiving. I went Rocky, Rocky Mountain climbing. climbing. I went two point seven seconds. seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. You're the bull named Fu Manchu. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, Joe. Nice. <laughs> Live like you were dying. Oh, damn, dude. Tim McGraw, the star of 1883, the Yellowstone prequel. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm going to watch the... Uh, 1883 yeah. is my uh, Tinder age preference, by the way. Yeah. 18 to 83. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The middle two numbers are a preference of mine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we've gone over this, Bobby. What's the... There's some real dog whistles in this episode. <laughs> What's the oldest uh, woman you fucked? Uh, 40. Nice. How old were you? Oh, um, sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> Mrs. Robinson. Teacher. Yeah, it was I, the principal. She's like, "You're in detention unless you let me sit on your face." I man. was under thirty, mm. so it's not that. I mean, I was late twenty, so it wasn't yes. like, "Oh, I fucked an older." I mean, it was older, old enough, yes, to, old but, enough yeah. to be your mom. Yeah. Uh, well, if she was uh, raped as a teenager, Ooh, I guess that's the, this story <laughs> just gets hotter and hotter. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Did you you had sex with your own rape, baby? My <laughs> God, you freak. <laughs> all right. All right, Bobby. Give me a second for my blood pressure to lower. <laughs> yeah. And then please continue with this Show story. Show us to hold his breath so yeah. his boner goes away. Oh, my God. I'm hooked up to an oxygen. <laughs> I got like an oxygen tank while you guys tell your tales of erotica because I get too winded hearing it. You know how worked up old man Gorman gets? When you tell you when you recount these stories of borderline statutory rape, oh, c- continue, please. It's like my doctors are telling me it's a health hazard for me to do a podcast and get so worked up. Even within the bit, we're describing a rape, and Joe still has to call it borderline. Yeah. He, can't, he can't admit a man was guilty. <laughs> hey, we only know so many sides, dude. We only know so much, man. Yeah. So oh, you dude. tried death. Yes, I tried death. 
Um, but I was going to say, we were just talking about that. Did, I just saw a picture of John Fetterman's wife. Ooh, mm. were you getting Tasty. horny? Dude, 13 years younger than him. He's 53, nice. she's 40. When they were married, 39, 26. He did it. He's also gigantic. He's like six foot nine. Yeah. And she's nice. about like 5'10", 5'11", mm-hmm. it seems. Wow, seems... a big guy with brain issues. Yeah. <laughs> she seems small next to him, but there was a picture... She is 40, but there's a picture that came out recently I just saw, like, yesterday, um, where she's outside of his office, and it's, like, first day on the new job, and it was actually a post from him with his wife, but everyone thought it was, like, she's some young intern working at John Fetterman's office posting it. And uh, yeah, she looks like a twenty-one-year-old. Do, do, do you think? Do you think he fucking grabs her by the fucking back of her hair and throws her against the fucking bed frame <laughs> while he <laughs> plows his fucking giant fucking six foot nine inch? Dick yeah, and he's like, her. "I'm going to uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, yeah." Uh, the assistant comes up next to him. Fuck. Oh, thank you. Thank. You. I'm gonna fuck you. Now, yeah. This guy. This is the dude that's like covered in like sleeve tattoos and like who did he beat? He's some ri- Doctor Oz. I'd vote for Dr. Oz. He this guy, well, he's but Joe, John Fetterman chased a black man while holding a shotgun. Well, that's pretty cool, too. All right, John Six Fetterman. Six foot nine, bald dude who's wearing hoodies all campaign. He looked like an out of shape, like NBA G League bench player. Nice. Because he's like so G-spot tall league. and kind of like losing weight, but still like uh, he's got the like he seems like he at one point was a decent athlete. Now, there were a couple of uh, candidates that fucking held guns to black people and shit, mm-hmm. right? Mm hmm. That wasn't the John Fetterman wasn't the only one. <laughs> wasn't there one other Congress? Like there was like some other fucking. And they were like, hey, this other guy fucking chased down a black guy and was acquitted or some mm-hmm. shit, right? Herschel Walker chased down a lot of black guys. Well, Herschel Walker's when fucking he was playing football. Any, yeah. any guy who <laughs> actually, he was he several was, black feces. Yeah. <laughs> At, yes, actually, Herschel Walker was getting chased. He was a running back, but still. Matt, mm. Do you think you could like before you broke your arm? Do you think you could have done more push-ups than Herschel Walker? No, he's like insane. He, yeah. His like his whole workout is <laughs> yeah, all that's like why push-ups. He's insane. <laughs> yeah. How many push-ups you could do? Yes, he does like a thousand push-ups a day. Yeah, some ridiculous number. That's like the only workout he does is bodyweight workouts. Ooh. But that's like the best part of the workout. Honestly, the sounds it sounds so stupid, but I miss doing push ups so much. Because mm-hmm. I was doing I was like I compulsively do push ups. Yeah. Like when I'm at home, I'll just like commercial on TV, yeah. break and whatever. I always do push ups. I like it's legitimately something I miss way more than I thought I would. It's a good habit to have. Yeah, but it's also like the most ridiculous thing to be like, I broke my arm. What do you I miss doing push ups? <laughs> Saluting and doing push-ups. It's almost as retarded as explaining to people that I broke my arm while arm wrestling on stage in a fake karate outfit. <laughs> <laughs> you could do one-arm push-ups, but those are harder. Yeah. yeah. And also, then I would just end up with like the quagmire arm. Yeah. Or one arm. Well, just... But people like that, though. I think if you were like, my one arm is bigger than the other, it's because this arm is broken. They'd be like, oh, well, good for you for putting the work in still. You know what I mean? Maybe. I guess. I think I'll do it. I'll take like a video for Instagram of me lifting with one arm. Yeah. And just be like, still putting in that work. Yeah. There was a, but I won't actually do the workout like every day or anything. No, no, no. Yeah. But, but just, you know. You get it on the gram. Yeah. Because you're all right. People do like it. But, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to actually do things that people like anymore with Instagram. You can just mm-hmm. pretend like you're doing does, them. Uh, does your insurance cover a physical therapist? Um, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> does it, I mean, does it cover pl- your surgery? 
Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's once the thing, what it seems like at this point, because I've only had Medicaid for the last year or so. I generally always, I most of my life, I always had good insurance. Uh-huh. Um, and I just got fucked during the pandemic by losing, uh, not being able to work security, which at the time I was kind of like, good, I'm kind of done working security anyway. Right. Um, but then I just, it's hard to start in a new field and get a job with good insurance immediately or get a job that doesn't fire you within a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that your friend gets for you. <laughs> That's the we're first. Should we break that down a little I bit? I think we talked about it before. Yeah. But I got Bobby <laughs> made fucking Matt give him a blow job. <laughs> and then Bobby swore up and down like, oh, I'm going to get you a real fucking job. Just give me a little sucky sucky. And Matt was like, okay, well, I want to have an office job, so I'll do it. Yeah. Bobby fucking comes after five seconds. Matt barely has time to wrap his lips around Bobber's little shaft. And then the next day, Matt's like, I'm ready. He had like his fucking tie. He was all ready to go to the office. He had a fucking Superman lunchbox. <laughs> and Bobby just completely ignored him. He was like, what are you talking about? Pretending he didn't know anything about an office job. Mm-hmm. Matt was like sad. He wrote like a resume saying like, I can't wait to work in an office. Yeah. It was just awful. Matt was completely heartbroken. It was an incredible Hulk lunchbox, but everything yeah. else pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of ghosting Matt, even though I do a podcast with him. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Bobby got me a job at his office, and um, I was doing fine. Um, and then after a week, they were just like, we actually weren't ready to expand the team. Mm-hmm. And I would admit, like, if I was fucking up, I would totally admit sure. that and laugh about it. Yeah. Um, I was hired with somebody else who was fucking up a lot. Yeah. And uh, we do have a theory that they're so unorganized they may have just thought, that new guy sucks, right? It's like, yeah, I read of both of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was talking to uh, the the guy boss. Yeah. And I was actually telling him that you broke your arm. Yeah. Because uh, we were talking. And he was, he was, well, first of all, he laughed very hard. Yes. Um, but then Did you ab- tell him it was arm wrestling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he was like, I really liked him. I hope he, uh, I, I, it would be nice to work with him again. So that's the the way that I found out that the girl nice. boss was the one that fired you, I guess. Okay. So yeah, that explains your hatred of maybe, women. Maybe maybe it was because she wanted to to fuck you. Maybe she's <laughs> like, I can't, yeah. I don't trust myself around this yeah. big strong. Even man. though she fired me, I would. Yeah. She was she, she was she's a hot nice she's yes. hot no. yes nice you could she's be a like, hot little piece dude mm-hmm. she was like Matt, i'm so glad this is nice. going on the internet for everyone to see <laughs> <laughs> is she still does she still work in the company she certainly does matt you should you shouldn't fucking march back there and you should be like hey i know i can't fuck my boss yeah but how about I, how about i just fuck this fucking chick <laughs> as a ch- how about i fuck you as a chick yeah and i don't fuck you as a boss that's what you want it that's what we want to hear mm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah but that works worth a shot dude i guess so the next day bobby gets fired because she's like i heard your little fucking podcast <laughs> about this fucking sexual assault fantasy dude i'm waiting have. to get fired dude yeah. i have about 45 minutes of work a day i have no idea don't say that into the fucking microphone and Jesus, Bobby. i sort of have i'm like suicidal but with my job whoa <laughs> Yeah, excuse me. I uh, yeah, because well, you know when uh, like uh, there's a comedian has a joke that says like I'm not suicidal, but I I don't look both ways when I cross the street. Mm. Who, um, who's that? Uh, is I don't, it Dan Wicks? Uh, yes, it's Dan Wicks. Um, and uh, is he's, it really? <laughs> no, I just agree with what the first person Joe says because I yeah. legitimately don't remember. But then he'll do this weird gaslighting thing of yes, you do remember, no, but you but don't want to say. Is looking both ways we're crossing the street like eye contact? Because Dan can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> is he autistic for real? Probably. Oh, he's, I think he's somewhere. No, I think he's somewhere along the way to autistic. Oh mm-hmm. no! On the highway to autism. <laughs> <laughs> so you tried death. 
Yes. Uh, and Joe, Joe, is that Mark Norman's wedding in uh, New Orleans? <laughs> Tell us about this big networking event you went to. Uh, all the connections you made. <laughs> <laughs> It was fun, man. Everyone yeah. was everyone had a great time. It was like a Disney wedding. Yeah. Everyone was everyone was celebrating. Stavros Halkius was the beast. Hey, come on. <laughs> he would be like um What what character would he be? He'd be like a uh um, Pumbaa. Maybe, yeah, he'd be a Pumbaa like yeah. character. We're yeah. we're all I'm like one of the I'm like the uh Jason Joe. Alexander Jr. Uh, gargoyle and Hunchback of yeah. Notre Dame. <laughs> Joe List is Timon. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I don't know enough Disney characters. That's enough. Yeah. That's enough characters. Who was the Hercules <laughs> of the wedding? Damn. That's you, a good... you could say yourself. You Nothing stopping you from saying No, I already established myself as the Jason Alexander Jr. Your Gumar was Kelly the Hercules of the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> My beautiful Gumar. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Man, yeah, what were some of the highlights? Oh, it was, uh, I caught the bouquet. Yeah, oh, you you actually did? I did. You no, told me I you, didn't really. Oh, you t- he texts me, um, <laughs> I caught the bouquet. I pushed Karen Margolis out of the way. <laughs> that would be t- that would be tight. <laughs> Everyone was trying to get wifed up there. It's not yeah. fair for a, a woman comedian to catch the bouquet because it's like that should be for someone that's actually going to get married. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. You think mm-hmm. women comedians are destined to forever be alone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Well, if there's a, if there is truly a god, then yes. Yeah. Because is it because they talk about their impure, sinful life on mm-hmm. stage? Yeah. yeah. You mean I'm not your first? Yeah. That's every time I see a beautiful woman comedian and she's like, "I had sex with this guy." I'm like, "All right, so I'm not going to be the first? What yeah. the fuck? fuck? I don't know. You punch your hole in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking slut. <laughs> I loved you. I swear to God, I loved you. What How the, the f- fuck could you do this to me? Yeah. <laughs> were, the, were there sp- who was the best man? Uh Joe? Oh, it was uh, it was, was it his, Joe List? No, it was his brother. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Did they did like comics speak at the wedding? No. No. It was like a simple little get together. Oh, okay. I think it was just like a multiple party people after. speaking like maybe with a bucket, like bu- pick the names out of yeah. the bucket and then oh, whoever yeah. gets uh, whoever gets name pulled out gets you, to go up first. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm eloping like straight up. Yeah, oh, yeah. you're not going to do a wedding? Hell no. Mm. Uh, have you talked this over with anyone else? Nope, doesn't need to, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, I've seen, uh, if, I, if my uh, history of uh, WWE is correct, she just needs to be unconscious at a Las Vegas <laughs> drive-thru, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's all good. Dude, Did you, I said it to Joe. So do you know the story with that? Like, in the TV show, on Monday Night Raw, Triple H drugged Stephanie McMahon, and they went to a Vegas drive-thru Ooh. and got married. Stephanie McMahon is very hot because she has yeah. big titties, but she's also, like, business. Mm. Like, business bitch. Go yeah. On. So in the, uh, the storyline, Stephanie McMahon was in love with Test, a different wrestler. She was going to marry him. Was he five foot six and had red hair? Uh, no, yeah. he was about six foot eight and had long blonde hair, but he died of a drug overdose at 33. Just like Jesus. And just and like <laughs> me, probably. <laughs> I'm a Quest Bar overdose. Yeah. <laughs> the number of Quest Bars, the sugar alcohol, completely yeah. eroded his the lining in his anus. Yes. And his <laughs> small and large intestines just sloshed out of his mm-hmm. now mush-like asshole. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like his organs yeah. drifted out from within. Come on up, Finn. I know. Hey, I, I did have you were upset. Today. You were upset hearing about how Bobby's gonna die. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Stephanie well, at least was, that's one person, huh? Or yeah. one. Entity, she was going to say. marry Tess, and then Triple H came out and said, uh, "They were like, does anybody, uh, if there anybody has an issue with this marriage, speak now or forever hold your peace." And Triple H's music hit. 
And then he came out and said, this wedding can't happen because Stephanie's already married. And he played a video on the Titantron of the night before when they went through a drive through in Vegas where she was drugged and they were actually married. And this led to a match between Vince McMahon and Triple H. Vince was very upset that Triple H married Stephanie. Vince and McMahon? Then, yes. Vince in trouble? Match, Stephanie McMahon came out and attacked Vince McMahon and joined up with Triple H. And she was actually happy to be married to the evil Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yeah. This is hard to follow, dude. Yeah. And, <laughs> Are you kidding me? Bobby's overwhelmed. All right. <laughs> so imagine fucking Triple H is like... Uh, oh, oh, so imagine uh, Stephanie McMahon is like the Haley the Haley Mathers. No, Stephanie McMahon is the 13 colonies. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, and, and, and Triple H is, is George Washington. Okay. And uh, George Washington had to fight Great Britain. So Vince McMahon is, is King like George. Yeah, is like King George. Okay. And Tess is Great Britain. Yeah. Ooh. Perfect. So there you go. No, I yeah. understand now. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, you remember Phew. when George Washington drugged all the 13 <laughs> colonies and brought them through a Vegas drive through and convinced them to fight Signed, a revolution? <laughs> to sign the Declaration yeah. of Independence. <laughs> Does anyone object to taxation without representation? Yeah. And then George Washington's theme music plays, which yeah. is like... <laughs> Hail to the chief. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. It's like King George looking at her, what the fuck? What the hell? <laughs> and all, all of his slaves are like around him. Yeah. <laughs> they sit down at the ring. Mm. Um, He's so taking out his wooden teeth, JR. Mm -hmm. That's a foreign object. <laughs> but the referee's back is turned. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then uh, recently there's like a guy who's like a journalist. The wrestling journalism world is weird. Like they're all like wrestling journalists, but none of, almost like none of them are actual journalists. They're just like bloggers who are the only people who would actually spend that much time writing about wrestling. Mm -hmm. So they just get called by default wrestling journalists. Mm. Um, but there was one of the guys who hosts like a podcast who got married recently and they took a picture uh, <laughs> like dressed like in the car, dressed like Triple H and Stephanie were. And... Um, Said like we re, uh, re and posted on Twitter and Stephanie McMahon <laughs> retweeted it and said something like um uh hopefully it's a night you'll actually remember like and played along with the joke. Oh, that's funny. And uh, yeah, there were some people who responded to the tweet like, "Is it is Stephanie McMahon endorsing rape right now?" <laughs> I hope so, dude. Bobby, please <laughs> settle down. I couldn't help but uh, laugh uncontrollably because you. At some point during your story, I made a sarcastic surprise face. Yeah. And then as I did that, Babastis looked right at me like, what? What's happening? <laughs> Babastis Bubs the is, cat. Bubs is tight. Yeah. Shout out to uh, our ba our dog and cat babysitter, Stephen Wolf, mm -hmm. who yes. uh, stayed at our house and took care of the uh, He's a good man. kids while uh, mom and dad were. He's a very funny comedian. Yeah. Yeah. In New Orleans. Good guy. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you did a swamp tour. We did. We went on a swamp tour. Unfortunately, you went to DC. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude! <laughs> I thought you were in New Orleans, not Washington D.C. Swamp tour is also what I call fucking a bunch of ugly chicks. There you oh, go. <laughs> Bob Bert, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. drain the swamp. I'm about to drain my balls. You know what I'm Bob saying? Bob Bert, do you mean mm -hmm. that? I mean it. Oh, if I'm, I'm lying, I'm fucking a man, and I'm a fucking faggot. Yep. <laughs> Folks, that was me talking just now. I might have sounded like Joe, but it was me. <laughs> yeah. Man, was, you, you do get fired from your day job because that. Did you say faggot? <laughs> yeah. On some stupid incel podcast. Uh -huh. Have yeah. you ever um, 
killed a faggot? <laughs> this is 60 minutes, the camera pans to me. I'm looking <laughs> contemplatively. You know what, Joe? I'm glad you asked. Yeah. We have it to took, define some terms here. What does it mean to yeah. kill? Does it, it mean to end four, a life? Yeah, it took 40 episodes to get here, but mm-hmm. that is what Bobby's been waiting for the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't, but one day I will. And mm. it's going to be me. <laughs> Good thing I'll be dead. Otherwise, it'd be a hate crime for killing a faggot. Right. Yeah. Mm. No, I don't think I'm going to kill myself because I want to see what happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's a swamp tour? Uh, you just drive around. Like, we go on, like, a, a boat, and then he just takes us around the swamp mm-hmm. and points out the wildlife and levees and shit like that. The levees? The, yeah. You mean the former levees? Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> it's all going to be... Levity on uh, live, huh? Yeah. That's when they don't work. It's all yeah. going to turn into the Gulf of Mexico eventually. Yeah. It sucks, but hey, what can you do? Mm. And uh, do you see any gators? Only a handful. It was so cold, so he said, like, a mm. lot of them were hibernating. We're like, well, Aww. fuck, we wouldn't have bought tickets if... We knew that. Yeah. We would have gone on one of the haunted tours. You would have said, see you later, alligator. Yeah. Exactly, Bubberto. Exactly. On a wild crocodile. You ever been to New Orleans, Bobbert? No. I mean, I just visited Dixie last year when I went to Chattanooga. Oh, you never was my been Dixie down debut. south yep. at all? Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, s- were you doing any sets out there? Yeah, that's why I went there. Ooh, baby mm-hmm. boy. How was it? It was It was fun. Were you nervous? Yeah. Um, No, but I had a nice time. Can you tell I, us what your opening uh, joke was? Ooh... Was it about Crazy Joe Hooker? It was about Crazy Joe Hooker, dude. I was like, man, I'm having a worse time down south than Crazy Joe Hooker was during the uh, Peninsula campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Right before the podcast, Bobby asked me what I know about Crazy Joe Hooker, uh, apparently a general in the Union oh, Army. Oh, Fighting Joe Hooker. Fighting Joe. Oh, cra- yeah. I thought it was Crazy Joe. Although, I, you know most, who hookers, is- most hookers I know are crazy, but they also are fighting, so yeah. <laughs> I get confused. They're also, uh, they also do comedy. Um, yeah. Oh, but, uh, shit. I wish. <laughs> mm. uh, but, uh, but Fighting Joe Hooker's, uh, the uh, Union general Fighting Joe Hooker, his yes. best friend was, and I just found this out recently, None other than Dan Sickles. Oh, mm-hmm. Dan Sickles. We've so, talked about Dan Sickles on the pod after before. After the Union Army. Dan Sickles is awesome. After the Union Army got their absolute asses handed to them in Chancellorsville, every yeah. Union general, um, or uh, uh, rather every Union subordinate to uh, Joe Hooker was like, dude, Joe Hooker sucks and he needs to get kicked out. Yeah. And people were even going to Lincoln and being like, you got to fire this dude. Mm. And Lincoln was like apprehensive because he Is just he worse fired. than McClellan? Well, he was McClellan's replacement. So oh, Lincoln's okay. like, I can't keep firing every gener- general once they lose one battle. But everyone's like, no, Joe Hooker really sucks. Yeah. And uh, the only person apparently that Hooker's came to really his- suck from what I've heard. Yeah, dude. It's true. And the only yeah. person that came to his defense was Dan Sickles. Mm. Ooh, dancicles. Mm-hmm. Dancicles. Dancicles. Yeah, before the podcast, Bobby mentioned Fighting Joe Hooker. Well, if he, he's bad at fighting, though, so that's a bad nickname for him. I think he got the nickname before it was demonstrated how bad at fighting he was. It mm. was like when my nickname used to be Big Dick Bobby Sheehan. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ooh. Like our 32nd president, Walkin Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, Hell yeah, dude. But, uh, Finn. We Finnegan. Got Finnegan's getting Sober aggressive. Grant. Mm-hmm. Non-raping Clinton. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, n- not the president anymore, Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you had mentioned fighting Joe Hooker, and I actually didn't know much about him. And you were about to tell me, but 
for all of your sake, I made sure Bobby saved it for the podcast. Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Is he got fired between uh, George McClellan getting fired? He was the OG Union general. Yeah. But before Meade took over, and Meade, if, for those that don't know, is the guy that won Gettysburg. Yeah. I'm Meade, re- Meade is probably, if you're ranking Civil War generals, he's in the top tier. Top tier general for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, it's weird which ones, uh, just in history, generally the uh, the things you learn the most about the people from back then are just people who had the best storytellers about them. Yeah. Like, I forgot what um, Longstreet, he uh-huh. was, uh, was he Confederate or you? Confederate. So he's like the guy who, of the Confederate generals, was probably the best Confederate general. Yep. But... People just talk about like Stonewall Jackson and some of the other ones who just had like cooler stories well, about. You them. know what? Some of that is is Longstreet. After uh, uh, he was like one of the first guys after the Civil War to be like, listen, I fought for the Confederacy, but the Union is restored, and yeah. I'm not only am I a Unionist now, but I'm a Republican. And I'm going to start a white uh, stop a white race riot in Louisiana. Yes. By commanding black troops. Yeah. So he, he pointed went, at Joe because he was in Louisiana, not because he wants to stop white race yeah, riots. Exactly. Dude. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, so Longstreet, he also like didn't fit into the post Civil War South will rise again Ooh. type agenda. Well, once once you cross over to uh, I'm going to command white troops to stop stop clan members. Yeah, that's pretty far in the other direction, and you might yeah. not be lionized as being like a a like hero a, of the South. Yeah, I guess he's a um, villain, which they should. That yeah. that's the direction you should go in. If you're like yeah. a like, a guy who fought for our way of life and our culture, uh-huh. but all also then wasn't racist that's actually the ideal hero for the south yeah Ooh, if you're gonna have a confederate statue uh-huh. that's one you can actually defend yeah. that people would you're tearing it down at least for the people who want to tear down statues you could defend it to them mm-hmm. um think about it Bobby. although what's but, what's what's that that one very funny confederate the statue bedford forest yeah where he looks yeah. like a psychopath yeah and he is legit like he's one of the of the ones who are like revered he's one of the crazier ones yeah like Clan he was dude. like Huh? Clan. He was like yeah, one of the clan guys. he was an early guys. clan guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I was going to say, even with like um, a lot of like Wild West heroes, it's really just the ones who like had good stories told about them and lived the long... Like Wyatt Earp, he wasn't as big of a... Uh, like there's other names that did more impactful things than Wyatt Earp. Yeah. But there was like a book written a couple years after he died that like really lionized him. And, uh, and also he lived to like the 1920s. So he was like on set in like early Hollywood Western movies where all the other guys were like dead before then. The Damn, perfect plan. Yeah. Perfect like a plan. young John Wayne, uh, when he was like 20 years old, John Wayne's on one of his first movie sets, talks about meeting and hanging out with Wyatt Earp. That's very cool. Yeah. I wish I knew Wyatt Earp. Yeah. What would you do? What would you say to him? I'd say, buckle up, buckaroo. And then I'd fucking shoot him. Because that's what I did when I was in Louisiana. I went to a gun range. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm now a pro-gun comedian. Hell yeah. I love guns. I think everyone should have a gun. I think every school should have a gun. And I think anyone that tries to take away the rights of people to have a gun needs to say hello to my little friend. A fucking <laughs> gun. <laughs> a fucking... Say hello to my little friend yeah. and Bobby pops into the camera. <laughs> hello. Yeah. They, uh, I, we went to a shooting range. I went with uh, uh, Chris... Metcalf and, and Maximilian Spinelio of uh, of Tiny Cupboard fame mm-hmm, and, yeah. and New York comedy. So mm-hmm. we were there. We were all there for the wedding, and we were like going to go to a shooting range, and we were all kind of drunk the night before. And uh, you, you know, Chris uh, 
uh, breached the idea of like, you want to go to a shooting range? I'm going to go. Every time I'm in the South, I go to a shooting range. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll go. And uh, it was kind of going around and everyone was saying like, yeah, we should all go. But I was like, I wonder who's actually going to go. So it ended up being uh, me, Chris, and Max. So it was like perfect amount. Nice. The three musketeers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we took an Uber about uh, 30 minutes outside of the French district. We oui. uh, and it was it was awesome. So we uh, we, we went to uh, the shooting range and we had an instructor, Isaiah. Shout out Angel Arms Nola on Instagram. There was a video of us and oh, he, nice. he shot us. He told us how to fire a weapon. He taught us about proper gun safety, how to how to uh, aim. Uh, there was like an outline of uh, a person and we had to fire at that. I shot in the chest and the head. Nice. I know how. I got the. Uh, I think I have. Oh, you the, got the uh, outline. Yeah, the uh, outlines over there. I can show you guys later. Mm. Well, that's just a picture of a black man. Exactly. That's <laughs> how I knew how to aim, dude. Yeah, it was, it was fucking tight. Yeah. At this I'll point, I'll show you the. Uh, I'll show you it on the page. It has a bubble that oh, says, okay. "I'm Kevin Hart." Yeah. <laughs> this point, I would say I'm pro gun too and flex if I could. Yeah. <laughs> you can dude, flex I bet the other that, arm, I bet baby. That, Go ahead. Yeah. I bet that uh, arm wrestling match with uh, Jay would have been different if you had a gun. You're arm uh, wrestling yeah. and you fucking pull out a pistol and shoot mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get the ad- There's edge. no rules in arm wrestling. Yeah, that's true. No rules, just right. Outback Steakhouse of fucking <laughs> sports arm wrestling. Ooh, we should go to Outback Steakhouse. We should. We should, but it's raining right now. Mm. I meant in the world. In, in, in the future, yeah. Probably in like a yeah. year or two, right? I yeah. did um, three, three one, of the, uh, one of the. Uh, not nerve, but like receptionist in the uh, hospital before I had the surgery. When I told them that I broke my arm, arm wrestling, he said, "Oh yeah, that is it's a dangerous sport. People don't realize it." And I was kind of like, "You think I like do it as a sport? You think I'm a professional arm wrestler?" Hey, like, Matt Marin, professional retard, dude. So yeah, many. You're, you're like, I'm the, not a yeah. professional arm wrestler. I'm a professional comedian. And the doctor was like, "All right, sure, young man, right this way." Yeah. And then they just fucking put you down. Along they just the, insert yeah. a syringe full of fucking air. Yeah. into your fucking arm along the way there were just like kind of casual things that did make me feel confident about myself like what that the um the at first them telling me that when you break your bone uh, an arm they break your arm arm wrestling it's because your muscle was stronger than your bone and just like didn't know any better basically like this I'm, is like the third time Matt's mentioned yes. that and like we're still not wowed by it. Well, you so asked me. To sneak it in. I did ask. I didn't sneak it in. I said there were things that were still that made me feel good. And you're like, like what? <laughs> I thought it was gonna. I thought you were gonna bring something yeah. new to the table. Like no. And they. Like, uh, and then once everyone the guys, else yeah. in the hospital. Skip, skip 45 yeah. seconds before go. if you yeah. want. If you want to skip. And once the bone broke and it was out, that they said it was mm. being pulled up along the side because of how big and strong my tricep was, and I was like, really? hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see anyone else in the uh, in the waiting room that uh, you thought might? No, well, in the ER, I was, um, I was like, they had the uh, curtains closed, so I couldn't see. I kind of wish, in hindsight, I looked around a little bit because it was Halloween weekend, and I wonder if there was like a bunch of other people in costumes also. Because it's a thriller, thriller night. Matt walks by uh, some guy laying in bed. He's like, "Oh, that's a great homeless man costume." Yeah, how funny, <laughs> dude? How funny would it be if like Matt was in like the waiting room? He's like, "My fucking broken arm." Can't get much worse than this. And and then this other guy was like, You gotta help! This fucking crazy guy bit me! Some fucking asshole bit me! And it's like, sir, please, there's a wait. You gotta you gotta fucking wait. And like five minutes later the guy was like, Ugh. Ugh. And he's a fucking zombie. 
And Matt's like, oh, shit. He's all fucking scared and shit. And he's yeah. trying to fucking run. You think Matt would survive a fucking zombie? He'd have with no a way to defend arm? himself. He's unarmed. What if I get bitten by the zombie and then I do the zombie walk and one of my arms is like, it's still broken. So I just have one arm up and the other one just dangling. For all eternity. Half of it is up and the front half of it is just hanging down. Mm-hmm. It's like my the whole uh, my whole forearm is down like the gay hand. Mm. Mm. I guess that's nice. I don't have a broken wrist, so I don't have the gay hand. Thank God, dude. Yeah. It's crazy that when they find out you're gay, they break your wrist so that you do the game. Apparently, I did break my wrist once before. I had a fracture in it. Huh. But it was, um, I had an MRI done on, um, I think it was like on my groin or something. And they were like, hold on. I think we saw Sorry, sir. It is getting no bigger than this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they like said, uh, we're going to get your wrist also. I think we saw something there. And they're like, well, the fracture is healing nicely. I'm like, the the what? (laughs) That's uh, very funny. I'd had like a so I it'd been sore for a while, but I didn't realize I had a fracture. Mm-mm. It's it's curious that our bodies just kind of break like toys, like so plastic fragile. little Christmas toys. Delicate. Mm. Yeah. Like a snowflake. That kind of fucks me up sometimes when I think of like if something comes directly at my head with enough force, I die. No. No, it's true. I wouldn't Joe. let that happen. Joe, I <laughs> Thank you, man. But you're not always going to be there. We don't. You don't know that. Anytime oh, are you are you the footprints I couldn't see? Uh-huh. <laughs> Anytime That's something I was doing some stealthy ninja type shit. <laughs> don't worry, Bobby. Something coming at your head. I go. Fucking, it's all like in slow motion. I'm coming down with a katana. Uh-huh. Anytime it like, goes in like two separate directions. Yeah. Anytime like something went. Anytime Joe something with like force. A- anytime something with force is coming right at your face, Bobby. Mm-hmm. It's because of Joe. Whether it's a katana, his semen, it's mm. happening. I always think about um, there was a there was a guy. He's from the Czech Republic. Uh oh. And he moved to New York, and he parked his car on the side of the street. No. And he was like eating lunch in his car, and then a crane like was kind of, ended up being kind of near his car, mm-hmm. and then the top part of it like fell on top of his car and died. Ah. And it's just like that guy was doing nothing wrong. And it's just like a freak thing, and and, and it, he probably didn't even know it happened, and in a second, just complete loss of consciousness. Yeah, isn't that wild? Are, were you sad when you read about that? I mean, I didn't Until know him. Until found out it was a guy from the Czech Republic. Yeah, I was like, well, that was probably the pimp that tried to beat me up. Mm. But do you tell that story? You got beat up by a pimp? No, I mixed the two things together. I got beat up by a guy in the Czech Republic, and I used to go to brothels a lot. But oh, for simplicity's okay. sake, I made the, for continuity's sake, right. I made it. The, the guy who like beat you up um, in the bathroom for petting yeah. his dog uh-huh. too aggressively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because not everyone's like you, Joe. Not everyone just lets you pay, pet the dog as much as you want. I mean, Vinny seems to be enjoying himself. Yeah. But like, if you were upsetting him, I'd be like, Can well, you, I wasn't like, upsetting not, the yeah. dog. I was upsetting the owner of the dog because he clearly brought the cute dog to the bar to get pussy. I mean, and I was what impeding can you do? his 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 ability to get pussy. Yeah, well, that sucks because like guy like you gotta like have a dog just to have a fucking dog. Mm. You can't have a dog like to get pussy. That's how I maybe feel to, about yeah. Maybe to help you through life. Maybe if it was like a service dog and he was like, actually, you're fucking up his training by petting him. Yeah, that would be like, all right, dude, I told you, like I'm trained, but. He's at yeah, work. otherwise it's like yeah, if it's not like upsetting the dog, like you let him pet your fucking dog. Yeah. It's good that you know, they got to be social, dude. Dogs are meant to get along well with man. When you went to the brothels in Czech Republic, there Come were here. pimps. Um, 
Or was uh, it like the manager? Yeah, but, but that was like a huge guy that also functioned as security, I imagine. Oh, he was. Yeah. That was the guy who you mm -hmm. spoke to when mm -hmm. you went there. Because okay. he was always like a little cold. And yeah. I think it was, well, A, Czech people aren't known for being particularly warm. Um, but also it was sort of to be like, because I always was intoxicated when I went there too. So I think part of it was like, hey, just so you know, if you're like yeah. fucked up to the girls, I'll kill you. You know I kind of I mean? have Who the cares? idea of like he kinda, he kinda, yeah. yeah. I think a brothel in my mind there'd be security there but in my mind brothel or an official establishment it's almost like there's like a like a woman hostess almost I a would madam imagine of the house. Yeah. A mommy a house like, mommy. Like, the, you know, when you like walk into an Applebee's and there's like the woman there yeah. to like greet you. Like, I imagine a, a brothel is kind of like that. A hostess, yeah. Yeah. How many? How many? <laughs> One small penis, please. Yeah. 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 It's a. Uh, um, I mean, he was the guy I imagine that called the uh, the phone and was like, "All right, this guy's been up there for a half hour." Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So, oh, Matt wasn't. That was an episode with Kelly when I told the story. So. Oh um, yeah, about I the guy that. that come I edited the podcast clip oh, yeah. of it. <laughs> okay. Then you know, then yeah. you know the story. But uh, if you guys are looking for clips, once my arm is better, they'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of because um, I went a few times to so the guy like knew who I was eventually, yeah. and the I think the funnest part, other than the actual intercourse, was when they line all the women up and I get to choose which one, oh, which yeah. is like, I mean, are they? clothed when you do that or are they naked already um, oh are they wearing like exotic lingerie or a costume a costume <laughs> like yeah. one's a firefighter <laughs> <laughs> like village people yeah, yeah. The one's yeah. like a nurse uh -huh. you know one's like a vampire one's a gi and i'm like well yeah. i've always supported the troops right yeah gi jane you're coming with me can i shave your head though you know that'd be cool man oh. that'd be Never call a woman G.I. Jane, Bobby. Have you learned nothing? <laughs> like, My yeah. fetish is when Will Smith sla slaps me, though, so that yeah. makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, so when they line them up, are they in like lingerie? Yeah, they're in they're in Ooh. lingerie, so you could tell how like you could see their body. Gotcha. Nice. And I like brunettes, so I would choose the brunette with the biggest tits. Nice. Yeah. And but I, I I don't remember if I told this story on the podcast before, but one time I had like limited funds. Yeah. Like I had like it was the day before page payday, funds. but I was I heard limited funds and I'm like, yeah, he can only fuck one prostitute yeah. tonight. <laughs> I got limited funds <laughs> this only, evening. So I, I it was like the day before payday, so I had uh like like less than two hundred dollars. Yeah, I think it was between one and two hundred dollars. And but I was drunk and I wanted to have, get pussy now. Mm. You know, that's where my yeah. brain was. <laughs> Call eight seven seven get <laughs> pussy now. <laughs> I my bank account is empty, but I, I need, need pussy, pussy now. <laughs> <laughs> Call J G Wentworth and get it's some pussy now. <laughs> So I, 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 so Bobby got some pussy now. That's what I call music. Nice. <laughs> they do play music. Yeah, it's you very got. Nice. You needed some pussy. National Organization of Women. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby goes into credit card debt for pussy. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I walk in and I tell this guy that I now have a relationship with. I was yeah. like, this is how much money I have, and he like sort of rolls his eyes. Yeah. And he's like, really, you don't have any more? He's like, there's an ATM there. I'm like. Nah, this is all I got. Like he thinks I'm haggling, but it's just this is how much my life is in shambles. Yeah. So uh, he's like, okay, fine. And it's I'm expecting him to bring out the the a row of women. He just gives me this woman, 
who already like nothing she's she's like she has a nice body i could tell it's like a little older like possibly the oldest woman that's at this brothel yeah Ooh, so i'm how like old um is this the 40 year old no so when when you ask questions about my sexual history i usually only consider the free ones ah. you know she but would this have been the oldest woman you've been with? i don't know i think 40 she yeah. might have also been around 40 she could have also been in her 30s but uh, has had a rough life yeah that okay. also that sucks for her too because they have to know that they get lined up sometimes uh-huh. and they get picked sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when they're picked they must be like oh it's a guy without money that's why i'm being chosen instead of given the uh, they're not being given the option to pick me <laughs> so I, I what a blow it's it gets worse because we uh she's like not enthusiastic and usually women of the night because she just she knows why she was handed off to you. She knows. She knows. And she takes off her clothes. Yeah. And she has a beautiful body. Ooh. But above her pussy is no. a cesarean scar. Aw. Yeah. Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is. Yeah. What's so I fucked a mom. I know that definitively that yeah. I've fucked a woman that has given birth to a child. I or mean, possibly yeah. under emergency circumstances. Yeah, but what you it? don't know if the child like died young, like of SIDS or something. Mm-hmm. So you may she may not have actually been a mom when you fucked her. Yeah. Maybe maybe she needed to get like her uh tubes tied and that's why she got her fucking surgery. Really? That's what that it mimics a cesarean uh-huh. scar though? Yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I thought the tubes tied was like the two circles here. Dog, I have no idea how a woman's body works. <laughs> all I, mean, I know I. is all I know is you don't want a baby, you throw him down a flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. You know what I'm saying here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't I know None of us about. have any idea how a woman's body works. Yeah. Which means we should be in charge of abortion laws. I recently found out like women pee and, and you fuck them in two different holes. Yep. Isn't that wild? Mm-hmm. I thought you just Shoved your dick in a giant fucking pee hole. Yeah, and then like, like a colloquia or yeah. whatever you say that word that ducks have. And then cloaca, like, cloaca. Is that it? Yeah, I like think now, that, that sounds, it? Yeah, something like that. And yeah. then like when like uh, a woman gives birth, like their pussy and butthole, like f- like rip open into one giant hole, and poo comes out too. I've heard that that does happen. Yikes! Sometimes. Right? Yeah, we're we're adopting. Yeah, <laughs> a white kid though. Relax. Yeah. Isn't was, that, do you think that's weird when like one race adopts a different race? I think it's okay. Really? Yeah. I feel like it only really? it I'm only ever goes one racial relationships in all its forms. It only but ever really goes like one way. Kid, like, how would I be able to fucking comb his hair? <laughs> right. Like, it's like, what if my if I have a black I can't adopt a black daughter. Like, she'll have like bad hair, and then like she won't be accepted among the blacks. Certainly won't be accepted among the whites, dude. White people hate black people. Are there any like cases of um, like Asian families adopting white babies? Never, or dude. Black families adopting an Indian baby. It's like it's only the- ever white people adopting other well, races. Those right? other races, like it's uh, they either have like a surplus of race, or in the case of Asians, like they're no longer uh, having children. Yeah. Well, in India, they have like. Too a many. There's too many, a little yeah. too many, man. Like, why the fuck would we need a white kid when I have eight of these fucking kids of my own, man? I got to work 12 shifts now. Yeah, it's the real problem with Apu. He's having too mm. many babies. And all the shit in the streets of India. Yeah. Hey, baby girl, I want to hit you up for the picture of poop and virgin, but yeah. I got to go take a break so I can take a shit on the mm. side of the sidewalk. Yeah. Oh, Bob. And then go grope a woman on the public transit because that's another thing that's really prevalent in the super accurate depiction of the real Apu 
Surprise, motherfucker! We don't all just do science and work in quickie mods. A lot of us are fucking rapists. And we also work in telemarketing scams. And now let's see a picture of that boob and virgine. Also dance in all of your movies. How crazy would that be if, like, um, I would do a comedy show and, like, some fucking Indian guy gets all mad and chops off my head with one of those fucking crazy curved swords. Yeah. And then does, like, a little Bollywood dance afterwards. Mm. That would suck. Or would it? Actually, that's I get when, to die. That would be pretty sick. Yeah. That's when, like, Japan and India make a movie together. Mm. Yeah. Dancing while committing Harakiri. Japanese and Indian? Yeah. That would make my favorite comedian, Dan Ninen. <laughs> you do like him, huh? Dan Ninen. I mean, have you seen his videos? He gets his sushi from 7-Eleven. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's the ultimate millennial comic. He is. <laughs> um, speaking of um, older, cringy comics, you saw Bill Maher at the Hulu Theater. <laughs> I did, dude. How was it? Did I you actually get someone to go with you? I did not. You yeah, solo dolo, solo dolo. I would have invited that yeah. one uh, chick that you have a crush on. Mm. Who is this? I don't know that one like comedian chick you were talking about, Kim Cogden. <laughs> oh right, yeah. Well, I invited Kim Cogden, but she was like, "I'm still a little hurt from the last time you ghosted me." So mm. right, why don't out. you talk to these women that you have a crush on? Mm. Uh He's too nervous. Too nervous. He need, Joe, can you give Bobby some advice and now he yeah. can talk to women? Here's what you do. Okay. You get you, you, you stand in the doorway. Okay. When you're in the green room with them. Okay. Hold that the speaker above your head. Yeah. <laughs> that way they can't leave. And then you play this podcast for them. <laughs> uh, hey, this is my podcast. By the way, do you want to get together and write sometime? Yeah. That would be awesome. Get together and write. Somebody should Sitting edit. Sitting outside of someone's window with locker room talk playing. Yeah, they <laughs> should edit that scene in, uh, <laughs> what is it, Say Anything? I think, yeah. Yeah, so just, uh, just, just uh, the sound Cusack of you, Zach, holding cackling. it, just us cackling, and then like just me being like unbelievably racist, <laughs> talking about eugenics and shit. Yeah, something mm. cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, I actually I think Bill Maher's kind of like at this point a guilty pleasure for me, because um, I do I like him, but uh, the amount of time I'll listen to stuff, I I like his show. I'll hear him say some things a lot of the time where I'm just kind of like, this is cringy. You definitely you respect. You, you you will defend to death his right to say it, even yes. though you don't agree with it. There's usually still jokes in everything he does. Um, and uh, in his podcast, he has some interesting guests on. He just, he had, like, Stephen A. Smith from ESPN. He just had Weird Al Yankovic on. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Quentin Tarantino. Um, but, anyway, yeah, I, I would have been, if I was going out more often, I would have gone with you to see him at the Hulu Theater. How was the uh, the show? It was good. He didn't have an opener. So the show was at 8. Yeah. I get there a little after 8. 8.15, he just walks on stage. Really? People are still, like, finding their seats. And uh, he had a stool and, like, a water, of course, and then a conductor's stand with a notebook on it. And first thing he says is, uh, New York City, how are we doing? I see some people are wearing masks, and most of you aren't. That's okay. Here's how I feel about masks and goes into his bit about masks. Yeah. Like just and then just runs runs an hour and like during an applause break would like turn the page on his notebook to like look at the next, I guess, set of bits or whatever. Were you mad that he wasn't just like thinking up bits on the spot and saying it? Yeah, that's what I thought comedy. I thought comedy was people just saying whatever popped in their head in the moment. Yeah, I mean that's how I do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just so happens that every time I say what's ever in my head, it's the same fifteen minutes over and over. Yeah, mm. is it so? Uh, was it sold out? 
Um, I don't know. It was I, like a full theater. Yeah, oh, yeah. It didn't feel... But I, I don't know if it was sold out. I was happy that I had two seats. Yeah. Because uh, a comedian friend of mine um, just... Uh, he got COVID, so he's like, um, do you want to go see Bill Maher? And he gave me both his tickets, and I could not find somebody to go with me. So I went by myself. And I st- so I was in the third and fourth seat. So I had a couple sitting to my left, and, th- and then an empty seat as seat number three. Yeah. And then I sat in s- seat number four, and then a big dude sat next to me. And then just... John Fetterman was there. He was John Fetterman, except yeah. he was a li- doing a little bit better with his words. Um, although, actually, he wasn't doing very good with his words because he bumped into me, did not say excuse me, opened his jacket, and this is this is is what got me, is he opened his jacket, and then his sleeve of his jacket, uh, he's sitting to my right, is just chilling on the right side of my body. <laughs> and I'm like... I'm so glad I have two seats. Yeah. I just moved to the next seat. Yeah, people Ooh, with you pe- showed him, dude. I showed him. People with sleeves are so irresponsible. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a there's a level of um uh like non spatial awareness possibly coupled with main character syndrome where that dude was just gonna let his coat sleeve lay on my thigh. Yeah. You know? I'm like, come on, dude, get your goddamn yeah. life together. It is yeah. also Other kinda, than that, the yeah. show was good. Yeah. It's kinda <laughs> crazy to me. Like, God, how that's so lucky to be in a position where you can just like the Hulu theater, six thousand seats in Madison Square Garden is mm-hmm. your workout room. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh um, so the opposite of the upstairs uh, room at Tiny Cupboard. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think they're both equally great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Less he did, hecklers. Yeah. There were, he got some heckles at the Hulu Theater. Who yeah. What they say? Um, just nonsense. Oh, really? Nothing like of uh, substance. That's what most, at least in my experience, most heckles are just like drunk people that think they have coherent thoughts, but yeah. they don't. They're I'm actually cur- jealous of, of yeah. them. I'm kind of curious how Bill Maher does in... Um, I figure like when he does The Road, it's like his fans coming out. Mm-hmm. But in New York, I'm like, I feel like you can get some because he's um, he's still liberal. He's still like anti-Trump and everything, but he's like... He pushes... He, he, he says a lot of things that some liberals really don't like. So in New York, I'm like wondering, are there going to be... Is there push... Was there Could pushback? someone get hurt? The two... Heckles- Did anybody get hurt? Um, is everybody okay? Well, words are violence, so in yeah. that sense, a lot of people did a lot get of, hurt. Words feel- are violence, yeah. similar to silence. I'm a libtard. I don't try hard. Yeah. All I ever wanted, all I ever needed was for you to misgender me. That's uh, something yeah. I'm working on. Yeah. It's beautiful. Thank I you. Like Reprise. Columbia. Should we get- do a musical album? The locker room talk, the musical. Yeah, mm. Matt. Maybe there's like a song about how he's strong on the outside but weak on the inside. We could uh, include my Lincoln rap. Yeah, we could call it Lincoln Park. We could. Yeah, I Lincoln. mean, who's gonna sue us? The the estate of Chester Bennington. No, he's dead. Yeah, come they on. can't. They can't. It's under parody law. Yeah. In the end, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, or we. Could I've done Lincoln. It. I've done Lincoln Park before. I can't do that. <laughs> Although I am getting one step closer to the oh edge, I'm God. about to break. When was <laughs> all of our, everyone listening just breathed a sigh of relief, and then you—we thought you were breaking the habit. Nah, I can't. Yeah. It's crawling in my skin. When was the last album they made? 
I don't know. I mean, I know there's been more since, but like Meteora was the last bit, well, big one that I like had and like listened to. That was years ago. That was a while ago. They had a song in Transformers that's come out since then. Um, R.I.P. There was one a few years ago. I think they came out with there was a couple of songs that I think I had on Spotify. Mercy. Nothing like the new Taylor Swift album, but still pretty cool. Do you like Taylor Swift? Do you have a crush on her? A little bit of a crush, yeah. You should ask her out, dude. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Locker room talk fans, why don't you go to the Taylor Swift's house and convince her in the way only locker room talk fans can <laughs> that Matt Marin would be a good boyfriend. I don't know if and I maybe would. if she doesn't, we convince her a little bit more. I don't know if I'd be a good boyfriend. I've been a bad boyfriend. Why? What was the worst thing you've ever I done? Don't know. It's me. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's a Taylor Swift song. That's from the new album. We got it. You know how you can't say anything like political in front of grandma, or yeah. it's going to be a whole thing. You can't say a musical artist in front of Matt. Yeah, he'll do, he'll just do, all, do. It's really hard base. always rooting for the antihero. <laughs> that's another Taylor Swift one. Yeah, this is just <laughs> karma. This is just karma, guys. Oh man! All right, I think I'm done. I hope Are you so. Sad. Yeah. Why? Because I can never be with Taylor Swift. Yeah, and your arm is yeah. broken. That's, she that's seems like sad. she would be high maintenance. Yeah. Why? I mean, you can't just take her to Applebee's. Who do you think is lo- the most low maintenance famous chick in the world? Ooh. Ooh. Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you were like, listen, we're saving the environment right now. All right? Me making you mac and cheese and uh, not. She's legal now, huh? She certainly is, buddy. Oh, is that why you said her? Sure. Yeah. What's the age of consent in Norway? Is that where she's from? I don't even know. Switzerland? Something like that, I'm an American. I go by American laws. Yeah. Yeah. Fly her out here. Your Honor. That's what I say while I'm getting arrested in Berlin for doing the Roman salute. I'm like, Your Honor, I'm an American. Yeah. All right. There was a uh, football game, NFL game in Munich in Germany this weekend. First time they ever—they've done a couple games in London. Uh oh. And the video. When you came say out. football, you mean American football, American gridiron, as it were. Hell yes. Yeah. And National Football League. And uh, during National one of the Socialist Football League. Yeah. <laughs> during one of the breaks in play, um, when they were just playing music, I think it's just—it's an American sports. The Germans were like, let's do an American thing, and they all the entire crowd was singing along to "Take Me Home, Country Roads." Oh, that's beautiful, <laughs> dude. Take me home. Country roads. Das to das place. To das place. Ein Bilan. <laughs> Where's Virginia? Virginia. Yeah. I'm assuming that David Hasselhoff covered that song, and that's why yeah. they know it. Yeah. Um. I think it was. Um. Everyone just loves that fucking song. Someone dude. was telling me that. Uh, I think it's like. German entertainment is nationalized or something, so a lot of their pop culture they get is from outside of Germany. Does that Ooh. blow your mind? It blows something. But like anyone who's big, any German who's big over here, it's like gigantic over there. That's mm-hmm. why like Hasselhoff is so huge there. Mm-hmm. Don't Hasselhoff, dude. You can't. No. Who are some other famous German actors now? Ooh. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Austrian. Yeah. yeah. David Hasselhoff, star of Eurotrip. He is brief, very briefly in your uh, yeah. My favorite film that I saw him in was drunkenly trying to eat a cheeseburger from the floor. That yes. was sick, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheeseburgers are pretty good. That was uh, one of my favorite Greg Giraldo uh, roast jokes. Is about Greg David Giraldo Hasselhoff. Jr.? 
Yeah, well, he's he's a cool guy. Yeah. Was that was that the roast joke you were right talking about? Greg Giraldo Senior. Oh, I For, uh, yeah. You have to differentiate now. It's a whole new right. ball game. Yes. yes. So, so Greg Giraldo Senior. Okay. Who I look him up too. He's good. Greg Giraldo yeah. Senior. But he as good as Junior. Um, not as good of a hang. I don't even think we should start calling him Junior. He's just Greg Giraldo, mm-hmm. and wow. then there's Greg Giraldo Senior. Mm-hmm. For those of, that Greg are Giraldo's horribly, the one that we know. For those of you that are horribly lost, Greg Giraldo Junior is the son of Greg Giraldo, who now does comedy in New yes. York, and he's a cool guy. Yeah. So anyway, Greg Giraldo great friend Senior. of the show. Friend, friend of the show. I'm gonna go ahead and say friend of the podcast. He, it uh, should really be called the Greg Giraldo he podcast. Was, yeah, and, and and featuring locker room. He calls. was uh, at the but bar the that night. Could, yeah, I mean, we could certainly try to do yeah. that. <laughs> see if <laughs> well, it gets pulled let's down. Let's title this that episode yeah. this and see where we go from there. Yeah, mm-hmm. Greg was uh, at the bar the night that I broke my arm, and uh, did he help? He he was he having did. flashbacks. He like bought first, me a shot of whiskey. He was like, "I lost my dad. I can't lose." I lost one. <laughs> I lost one important father figure to comedy. <laughs> I can't lose another one. Yeah, he's like, hey, Matt, take it easy with those pain pills, all right? Yeah, <laughs> a few. Yeah, <laughs> a f- couple of people were like, uh, when I was there with the ice, waiting for the Uber to get there. Um, at first we called an ambulance, and then we were like, we should call an Uber too, because it's probably going to be way too expensive. And then when the ambulance got there, they were like twelve hundred dollars. I'm like. The Uber's down the block. We'll go there, and they gave me a sling for free. <laughs> oh, that's nice of them. Yeah, yeah they know it's bullshit too. Yeah. That's um, crazy that they were even able to tell you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But a couple of people there were like, when I was just there with the ice, can I get you anything? I'm like, give me a shot of whiskey. <laughs> I was just doing shots of whiskey. Hell yeah. Someone gave me an edible. Damn. That rules. Yeah. That'd be cool if you died in the ambulance, yeah. though, because then it would have to be free. <laughs> but anyway, so Greg Giraldo Sr., roast joke oh, about Oh, my David favorite Hasselhoff. roast joke that he did about David Hasselhoff was because uh, uh, he was making fun of David Hasselhoff for being a drunk, and he said, uh, you're liver is so shriveled black and dead if you put your ear next to it it says what you talking about willis yeah oh. wasn't that like the david hasselhoff drunk on the floridian cheeseburger video was right around the same time as like the paris hilton cheeseburger on the car commercial uh-huh. thing really i think it was it was within a few years huh okay. i just remember cheeseburgers were big cheeseburgers, <laughs> cheeseburgers had a had a you know they had a nice little run there mm-hmm. they had a moment okay yeah now you can't eat cheeseburgers because it's uh dairy on meat Right. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I can has cheeseburger. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Only people that remember 9/11 even know what that means. Yeah. That was yeah, there's some there's like some early internet stuff that was like, you know, obviously everyone knows about like MySpace and the big ones, but then there's going to be some random like I can has cheeseburger that are just going to be totally forgotten, but that yeah. were huge. Mm-hmm. Bigger than Christ. Bigger, bigger than, than Christ. Jesus, bigger than wrestling. But yeah. never Bigger than locker room talk. Never. Now that we're reunited and better than ever. Reunited, reunited and I am so gay. gay. <laughs> Jay Turner, thank you for your sacrifice. We <laughs> miss you. If anyone has any information on who the, the police officer was that murdered <laughs> Jay Turner for, again, standing on his neck for 11 minutes, mm. crippling George Floyd's record, showing the resiliency of, of black people, please let us know. Jay, we miss you. See you in hell. If any other police officers out there want to break the record, you know where it's at now. Yeah, who's do eleven next? eleven for good luck. Who's yeah. next? Like some other. Who, who's the next black comic you want them to do that to before we <laughs> go? Uh, well, it's definitely not Trevor Noah. No, not no. Trevor. He's Noah. not a comedian. I, I was thinking like local, okay. local someone who we know. Mm. I don't know if I have any black enemies. Oh, are you sure? We'll save it for the Patreon. See you on the Patreon where we're gonna find out what black person we want to kill. 